cover the 106th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How you doing, Roger? Hello, I'm good. Good. So, Roger, I think it's time to talk about a new brand that's been announced. Last week, Verizon announced Total by Verizon. I thought it was interesting in a lot of ways. Can you give us the, the rundown on this new prepaid brand slash set of plans uh, at Verizon? Well, Verizon is launching Total by Verizon, which is a high-touch assisted selling prepaid brand that is supposed to close the gap between straight talk and simple mobile and the entry-level Verizon products. And so what's important here is that this is really a sign of Verizon taking over TrackPhone and putting its own stamp in there. I've heard people compare it with AT&T buying Leap Wireless and essentially taking, making it cricket, right? Nobody talks about Leap anymore. And so this is like a similar like hallmark moment here. My question was, doesn't have TrackPhone have already enough brands? But, you know, when I talked to Eduardo Diaz, uh, the SVP there, he felt like that it was really critical to close that that gap and compete with cricket and uh, with Metro. And he didn't say it, but I also felt that it this nicely goes against the cable offering from Charter and from Comcast. They're opening stores, not their own stores, but through distribute distributors or through through partners. The first one opened in Passaic, New Jersey. And then they're selling through Walmart and CVS, like 50,000 doors, pretty much very quickly. Yeah, I thought the assisted sales ang- angle was really interesting. So, you know, all of the track phone brands, you know, are, are kind of grab and go, right? And whereas some of the bigger names in, in terms term of prepaid, like the metros and the crickets, do have their own st- stores where you can go and you can talk to somebody, right? So I think that's interesting for them. It's it's a big commitment, though, and you think about, you know, even if you're working through a partner, paying for the spiffs associated with with folks that are working in those stores, right? Yeah, and when when you look at the rate card, it, it is very similar to what what Metro is offering, and especially cricket. The more, more you are going at the entry level, right, at $30, you get like five gigs. They're all on, on par, basically. But it, it goes out of whack as you go up in in line. So it's like $30 for, for five gig, $40 for 15, unlimited for 50, and where you get six months of of Disney, and for $60, you get a Disney Plus subscription thrown in. And additional lines are $35, which make start making sense at the higher price points, but at the lower price points, it doesn't make sense. But one of the things that they also identified was like, oh, we want to have multi, multi-line prepaid or no contract, which is how they... I think how the industry is trying to reposition itself away from prepay to to no contract. 
Right. Well, no contract is like it's up to you because you don't want a contract prepaid as you couldn't qualify because you don't have credit. Yeah. And and all the postpaid plans are no contract nowadays either if you don't if you don't get the phone plan, right? The phone subscription or EIP thing. So yeah, I think the other thing that's interesting here from kind of just the pricing perspective is when we look at our data in terms of number of lines for prepaid plans, there's really a spike at single line plans and four line plans, particularly at Metro and Cricket. And the reason for that is that both of those providers offer, they turn it on and off. It's usually during the holidays, but they'll run like a four lines for $100 promotion. And relative to those, and there's a lot of people that take that, right? Relative to plans like those, this is not as competitive with a four-line plan. Yeah, it depends on how many lines. And, you know, a lot of people are taking these $100 for four lines, and then they leave two lines idle because it's still a better, it's still the same or better plan, right? Or yep. they can go into to a friend and say, like, hey, give me 20 bucks a month and here's a phone. Knock yourself out. Well, it's a win-win, though, right? Because it's good for the carrier because they're still getting that $100 and there's no usage on the network, right? So for two of those lines, presumably, right? But it, it's surprising to me. And, you know, we haven't come to the holiday promotional season yet this year, right? And this is a brand new brand. But it'll be interesting to see what Verizon is able to do. I mean, I think one of the things that you do get with assisted sales is you can more effectively turn promotions on and off because you've got somebody that's going to be there in the store evangelizing those offers and and, and pushing for folks towards them. So I think, it, again, it, it gives them more of a toolbox to do things like that uh, with assisted sales. But at least kind of on the face of it, the initial out-of-the-box offer, I think is quite competitive at one line, not as competitive at four lines. Yeah, the, the higher up it goes, the... the less competitive becomes. I was joking that Horizon can't help itself. It even turns prepaid into a premium product, right? And here we have that example, right? And and so I would have thought that the first move would be going a little bit or rationalizing the, the brand portfolio a little bit more on the lower end. But here they come in at that borderline between pre and post and try to wiggle themselves in. On one hand, it's a big compliment for AT&T and T-Mobile that apparently the success of Cricket and Metro stimulated immediately the response from from Verizon. That was the first thing to go after that. On the other hand, do do they really need it? They they upscaled also the, the, the straight talk brands right, uh, recently, and promptly lost 200,000 prepaid lines, which I thought was funny. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. And then the big question is, how many of their distributors are going to pony up to, to build a store, right? Verizon is not planning to build their own store. And, you know, you and I talked about about this a little bit earlier, and Don, and you, you made a very good observation saying like you know there there are two two forces at play where first they don't want to they they want to do the online no interaction grab and go market and drive the digital channel where they have no attention at all and and no salesforce inclusion and now they're building a whole brand around 
the personal interaction on, on the storefront. So which one is it going to be? Yeah, I mean, I would say that, you know, the, the general trend, and I think COVID has accelerated this across all the carriers, right, is that digital interactions are cheaper because you're not paying somebody to sit in the store, you're not paying for the square footage, et cetera. So in a perfect world, if you could sell the same amount digitally that you could sell in person, you would choose digital, right? Because from a cost basis perspective, it's, it's a more efficient channel. What you don't get, though, in reality is you don't get like the accessory add-ons, you don't get the plan upsells, things like that, right? And so exactly. I, I think there's a little bit of a, you know, I would, I would characterize it as, you know, kind of it's a little manic in the sense that particularly with kind of the advent of COVID and, and everybody kind of being forced to go to online channels, I think now is actually the time to fine-tune and to double down on on digital distribution to some extent because folks are more willing to do that. I know my personal experience through through COVID has been one where I've learned how to buy all kinds of things online that I wasn't willing to buy online before. And particularly with you know things like the most recent iPhone release where it's it's an incremental update, but it's not, you know, gonna gonna change the world. That's the perfect type of thing where you would want to buy online. You don't need to go go see the new device because it's kind of like the old device, right? So it's interesting to me that this is something that they would want to do. That having been said, they're they're the only MNO that doesn't have an assisted sale presence in prepaid, and so you know, there's there's some some rationale for that too. So I'm I'm curious to see kind of where it lands, right? Well, when I looked at it tra- traditionally pre-COVID and and like years back, the cream of the crop were the carrier-owned retail stores, and they had higher MRC customers, better upsell, more features, better attachment of like insurance and and all of that stuff. As you mentioned, more accessories. But then when you did the surveys afterwards, higher customer satisfaction, less buyer's remorse, and over time, less churn. And that was the orthodoxy for a really long time. And after that came like the authorized retail stores. And after that came, you know, big box stores. And after that came online, where the cost went down step by step by step. But what you got was less and less and less. Right? We see two things, right? That that drive to digital and after years of next year, we'll get 10% of gross ads are coming from, from digital. They finally got it thanks to a pandemic, right? But the question is, and, and we'll do research about that, are the different retail channels still offering a meaningfully differentiated outcome? Mm-hmm. And and that's particularly important as you know the the large carriers are selling their carrier owned stores and are to to their authorized retailers moving a, fi- a largely fixed cost moving it into a, a variable cost. Right. Well, it's also reducing risk on some level, right? So, like the upside is if you own a store, you're still paying your staff the same amount as you were before. You might be paying some commissions, et cetera, but you still have to pay for the lights and the power and the real estate and everything else, right? If you're working with an authorized retailer, you're more or less just paying your spiffs, 
right? So it's low, lower margin, but much lower risk, right? Yeah. And so if your base assumption is that net ads and gross ads are going down over time, then that's the right move, especially if the performance of carry-on stores and authorized retailer stores are becoming close, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some people make that argument. And I'm like, wow, tell me more. And people don't tell me more yet. <laughs> well, but, it, but it's interesting, though, because, I mean, like, go back in time to when Verizon bought Straight Talk. I think the, the, the kind of thinking at that point in time from where we sit was, you know, this this could be bad. The economy could be in bad shape for quite some time. There'll be kind of a flow of of folks from postpaid to prepaid, and and Verizon at that time didn't have meaningful exposure in owned brands, right? I mean, they obviously were offering their network to you know straight talk, yeah. etc., but not like first, you know, not first party kind of exposure in a meaningful way to prepaid. And turns out we had kind of a hockey stick kind of bounce back yeah. right and that and that didn't happen but now with with inflation going up and and costs you know for, for bread and butter issues going up you know maybe they are right in the long run i don't know but i mean i i, I do agree with you that like kind of the their assessment of the macro environment or, or a assessment of the macro environment is a really key input here right here's the thing a global pandemic couldn't make that business case maybe an uh, an economic meltdown will right yeah yeah, so, you know, uh, <laughs> if that is the case, then high-end prepaid may also not be the answer. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, I think it's it's interesting, right? Because I I don't have a crystal ball in terms of the economy, depending on what what sort of indicators you look at. We're either going up or going down yeah. in terms of you know positive direction. But there's a world when this, where this all this all pans out. But it's it's certainly a big bet, I think, to 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 drop you know, 50,000 locations through partners and, and other means um, and roll out a whole new brand, right? And a whole new kind of prepaid plan portfolio. Yeah, so so we'll see how this plays out. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it. And, uh, All right. Thanks, Roger. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you.